Hi everyone, welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Derwin So, and this is my thought for the day. Greetings from Singapore and Happy New Year to everyone around the world. Hopefully your New Year celebrations are still ongoing. Today I'd like to share with you an encounter that I had about two years ago um, that has dramatically shifted the way that I walk with Yahweh and the way I perceive Yeshua's sacrifice for us on the cross. And to give context to this encounter, I remember being in a cab or a taxi, depending on which country you're from, right? And I was just talking with Yahweh about daily life stuff, you know, things like how I'm doing, how he's doing, sky's blue, lunch was good, things like that, right? When all of a sudden, Yahweh said to me, son, I'm going to teach you about the future bread. Which I'm not sure if you ever had encounters like that where you have no greed for what he's saying, but I had no greed for what he was saying. So I didn't understand what he meant. What do you mean by future bread? What are you talking about? But when I was uh, considering or pondering this stuff, um, there was a verse that popped in my head, which was from Matthew chapter 6, verse 11. And this verse is from the Lord's Prayer. This verse is, Give us today our daily bread. So having this verse in my head confused me. Because this is a very famous verse. Everybody knows this verse. I've been taught this verse all my Christian life. Um, and I know what this verse means. This verse means that if you have anything that you ever need, anything that you ever have lack of, what, wherever you need supply, you can always pray. And you should pray every day for your supply of that day. That's what the verse means. And so when I had this verse pop in my head, I was basically confused as to why or what relevance it had to what Yahweh was saying. And so Yahweh just smiled at me and said, um, maybe you should check out what the original language is talking about. And so I did. Uh, if you, anybody's interested, um, if you want to check out the New Testament, the original language is in Greek. The Old Testament, the original language is in Hebrew. So you can check it out by Googling um, Bible Hub, the verse that you want to check out, and interlinear. So I did. I Googled um, Bible Hub, Matthew chapter 6, um, interlinear, and which gave me, which will give you, um, and it gave me, the, the Greek version of the verse and the English version of the verse side by side. So, fantastic. Um, so, when I looked at the Greek version of the verse, right, uh, there were two words in the Greek sentence that actually have the element of time to it. The first word is the word simeron. I'm not a Greek scholar, by the way, so I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of these words. Um, terrible. Uh, please forgive me, everybody, Marios. Um, but the first word is the word simeron. The word simeron um, is translated as the word today. So give us today. The word today is the word simeron. The, the meaning of the word simeron is today. So that word is translated perfectly fine, correct. Completely correct. It, it just means today. So give us today is correct. But it's the second word that's very interesting. The second word that has the element of time to it is the word epiaujen. E-P-I-O-U. S-I-O-N. This Greek word, epiaujen, is translated as the word daily. So, give us today our daily bread. The word daily is the word epiaujen. And this Greek word, epiaujen, is a very interesting Greek word because um, it is found nowhere else in the New Testament. It's only found in the Lord's Prayer. Only Jesus uses this word. So, this word, epiaujen. And when I looked at the meaning of this word, epiaujen, I was shocked to find that this word epiaujen does not mean daily. This word epiaujen means tomorrow or the coming, 
or future. So, which means that if you translate it back to English, what Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray was, give us today the bread of the future. Give us today the bread of tomorrow. Give us today the future bread. Which I was really surprised when I found out this is what it means. Uh, and I don't even know how to explain the emotions that ran, in, ran through me when I found out. Because, because now from going from give us today our daily bread to give us today the bread of the future is a, is a very big jump. Right, in terms of ideas and stuff. Like, like Jesus was no longer giving us permission to pray for our needs. In fact, Jesus was saying, what you should pray about is you should ask Yahweh for the supply of the future today. Ask Yahweh to give you today the supply that is meant for your future. Conceptually, that is so amazing. Because what is meant for the future can be accessed by us today. It's like if someone gives you a Bitcoin or iPhone 30 years ago, you we, we have no clue the real value that these things have. Which means this, which means if we were to engage what is our future supply, we also have to engage what is the system or the value system of the future, what is the infrastructure and the economy of the future, not just on earth, but also in heaven, who we are going to be in the, in the future, in the spirit, in heaven. Which means, which means this, which means that Jesus was actually giving his disciples and giving us the mandate to engage the mystery of the future. Not surprising, right? Since actually the Holy Spirit, it says in scripture, the Holy Spirit came, or so the function of the Holy Spirit is to tell us the things that have, are to come. His function is to tell us about the future, the Holy Spirit. And so now Jesus, is, Jesus give, has given us the mandate to pray for the bread of tomorrow today, for us to have the bread of tomorrow today, not to pray for our daily needs. And that's not surprising in the sense that, that, I don't know, I always found it strange that Jesus would ask us to pray for our daily needs and then in the same breath, in the same chapter, at the end of the chapter, he would say, do not worry about your needs. Like why, why spend so much time <laughs> saying things like, your kingdom come, your will be done, like, like all this um, um, kingdom of God coming, big stuff, and suddenly reduce it to you should pray for your daily needs. Right? And so, so it makes sense that that's not actually correctly translated. Because Jesus later on says, don't worry about what you need to eat, what you need to wear, don't worry about what you need to drink, because the Gentiles chase after these things. But if you seek first the kingdom of righteousness, or the kingdom of God and His righteousness, all these things will be added unto you. So the way to unlock provision, right? The provision that sits inside us is not to pray to God for help. The way to unlock the provision inside us is to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things will be added unto you and added unto us. We have, we, our mandate is not to pray to God for our needs to be met. Our mandate is to learn how to seek the kingdom. The mystery of the kingdom that we have to engage. So this, this is a game changer because, because what, what, when we mistranslated this verse, right? Give us today our daily bread, which is just my suggestion that I think, I think that there is so much more to this verse because, because it actually means give us today the bread of tomorrow. Give us the bread of the future today, right? Um, when, we, when, we, when we reduced it to praying for our daily needs, what has happened is we have shifted the responsibility of generating our own provision 
that is supposed to be our responsibility, we have, we have shifted it to God. And we have made God responsible for our provision when He is not. Because didn't, didn't the Moses tell the Israelites, it, right, the, uh, Moses told the Israelites, right, when they were, they were crossing over to the promised land, he told them in Deuteronomy chapter 9, he said that when you see that you are full, when you have eaten and are satisfied, when you see that your houses are beautiful, right, remember it is Yahweh who has given you the ability to create wealth. He didn't say it's Yahweh who gave you wealth. He said it's Yahweh who gave you the ability to create wealth. And the problem, is, I think, is that when we expect God to answer everything that we need, or want without realizing that the provision is actually inside us. What has happened is we have created a culture of powerlessness and entitlement that, ha- that, that has seeped through many parts of our culture, right? But instead, Yahweh wants to turn it around to tell us that, that you are actually, we are actually responsible for our own provision because He has given us ability to create provision. And so if we, we, we discover that, that we are seated in heavenly places, and that we, we have every spiritual blessing um, we, in Christ Jesus, right? Then we can learn how to uh, set our minds to learn how to unlock this provision that actually sits inside us. Because it's out of um, the belly of, of one who believes, right, that living waters will flow. And so I'll just, I'll just end this, um, this podcast with, uh, with, with, with an example. I'll, I'll show you that this actually happens in Scripture. I, I understand that uh, that this might be a bit of a culture shock for 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 many years of uh, indoctrination of of what I don't feel is correct, right? Because Jesus is not talking about our needs. Jesus is saying, "Give us today the bread of our future." And to show you an example of this, uh, we will we can you can turn to Exodus chapter fourteen, um, which is about Moses and the Israelites crossing the Red Sea. And so this is Old Testament. This is not even New Testament. This is Old Testament. And I really love this story because of the interaction between Moses and Yahweh, uh, which I find so funny. And I'll show you why it's funny, right? So um, the story is that Moses and the Israelites are now standing in front of the Red Sea and, and the um, Egyptian army is behind them. They, they are stuck between a rock and a hard place. They can't move um, and they don't know what to do. Although there has been stuff happening like the fire and everything, right? And so Moses in verse 13 says to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of Yahweh, which He will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. Yahweh will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Fantastic speech. Amazing. Moses, what a general. Right? And then in verse 15, Yahweh said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? (laughs) I like this because because Moses, Moses is like, we only have Yahweh to help. And so uh, um, Yahweh is going to fight for you. And then Yahweh goes, why do you cry to me? <laughs> like, like as if Moses did something wrong uh, in asking Yahweh for help. Right? And so, so to me, that's really hilarious. But, but look at what he's saying here. Yahweh said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the and children of Israel shall go on dry land through the midst of the sea. So he's saying, he's, say, he's basically telling Moses, look, you don't even need to ask me for help. The, you, you have the power inside you to cross the Red Sea. And this is Old Testament, this is not even New Testament. That, like, if this is not even a need. This is like, this is, you need, we need supernatural intervention right here and, and Yahweh is telling Moses in, in all these things that he's saying that you, what, what you have to, to walk forward, you have it inside you already. And so, we sh- it, it, I think it benefits us to look at what Yahweh said to Moses, right? What are the things that Yahweh said to Moses 
in order to unlock this, this provision that's sitting inside him. And Yahweh said to Moses, lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. Which is really amazing because um, actually there are two parts to unlocking this provision, right? Which is, which is lift up your rod and stretch out your hand. And so, so if uh, anyone's familiar with the, which, the living letters, right? Um, lifting up your rod is us engaging the lament, which is the 12th living letter. Um, and one, two, three, yeah, 12. And, and stretch out your hand, which is the yod, which is the 10th living letter. And so in order to unlock the provision inside us, we actually have to learn how to engage the lament and engage the yod, right? That, and, and what the lament and the yod does is the lament uh, allows us to engage the supply that is from the future, allows, allows us to engage a supply that is within us that we have not unlocked yet, but it, it, it allows us to see the supply that's available for us in the future. Lament is an is amazing living letter. It, it teaches us about the future. It tells us what future we can engage in. That is the lament. It's the, it's the living letter that is responsible for, for, for divine appointments, for, for wounds healing over time. This, this, this letter is the letter responsible for that. And, and stretch out your hand, which is us engaging the yacht. Engaging us engaging the yacht, the yacht, um, the living letter yacht is the is the one that teaches us how to have ownership over our lives, how to have ownership over our choices, how to take ownership and responsibility. So that when we make mistakes, we take ownership and we move forward. When we when we when we when we do something correctly, we take ownership and we celebrate. Um, it's the one that teaches you how to take ownership over over everything that you choose and everything that you that you that you have influence over the yacht. And so what, what Yahweh was telling Moses to do here was to draw from a supply that was, that was in his rod, that was not from to, well, for today, that was in him um, for the future. And then to take responsibility over it and, and extend his responsibility over the sea so that he could have dominion over what was in front of him. And I feel that that's, that's um, what's about to happen for us. The reason, the reason is because, um, the reason why we are powerless today to some degree, right? It's because we have let go of our responsibility of generating provision and given it back to God. And so by taking it back, by shifting our paradigm um, to realize that we are not supposed to pray for our daily needs. We are supposed to pray for the bread of tomorrow, the future bread, and engage the mystery of the future. By that, we actually can engage the yacht and we can actually take responsibility uh, over our own provision today to unlock it so that the nations of the earth can be blessed. And so what I want to, to encourage uh, you today is when we pray the Lord's Prayer, if we ever pray, right, the Lord's Prayer in your own time, right, um, just change the way you say that sentence and see how you feel. What happens to you when you change that sentence? Because, because here Jesus is telling us, give us today the bread of tomorrow. And I, I believe that the, the, the supply in the future that's for us, that's everlasting, will begin to manifest itself to us. Thank you so much for listening and have a blessed day.